Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is where the fun begins, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and Pete's here. Hello, you. Luke is also here. All right. And Jim. Good evening or Complete morning or afternoon. the forum. The forum. <laughs> oh. um, yes, yes, yes. Football Ramble time, you lucky things. Uh, hang on a minute. Jose Mourinho sarcastically labelled Arsene Wenger Monsieur Polite in the press recently. <sighs> Not much of an insult, is it? Yeah. Monsieur Veng, it should have been. Big Veng. Big Veng. Yeah. Gun guns. Um, Le well, Grand yeah. Veng. Well, he's saying that Big Veng uh, has an undeserved reputation for always being courteous in the media. So, therefore, <laughs> I'd like to ask you, who's your favourite polite person from the world of football? Jim. Well, I'm going to go with Kevin Keegan, because uh, <laughs> it was his birthday recently, wasn't it? Oh, okay. mm. oh Valentine's and, Day. Yeah. And uh, what, a, what, what, a, what a lover the man must be. Um, and... For, Keegan, like he's not just too polite for the world of football. He's just too polite and too nice for for the world in general, isn't he? It just seems like it does. The, the crushing harshness of reality is just too. It's too much for him. Even like, on a daily famous, basis. Even at his famous meltdown, which unfairly, basically uh, summed up his whole career, he wasn't even that impolite. He was still no. quite reserved. He didn't swear or anything. Do you know what yeah, I mean? he, he, was he was just stating that, that he would love it. Yeah. In, in the theoretical outcome of Newcastle winning, I think it was telling. It's telling that a you three have any you know excuse to you know Mate, hang to on. just create a very decorated football, a European football of the year. Don't bring me into this. It, I always defend Keegan, too. and I defended Keegan on his profile when you Look, turned against him. All, all, I'm, all I'm doing is you did polite, and now you're ruining it. Yeah, yeah. so it's all come full circle. I'm isn't just it? arguing <laughs> that his so-called meltdown does not define his career and his uh, his exploits. Well, I would agree with that. Yeah, obviously being punched in a layby. His career. <laughs> That'll never not be funny. <laughs> no. Even though it's genuinely horrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's done his birthday. Yeah, well. <laughs> He's Shit, got his thanks. birthday, so what better time to remind him that he was much unfairly punched? I think he was actually labor. hit with a baseball cap. But baseball <laughs> cap. Yeah. Anything that would cushion the blow. This is the man who once got sent off for being hit in the face. Yeah. Exactly. This is exactly my point. The, the, the universe is so unfair to Kevin but yeah, Keegan, it, and he's just such a nice man. But even he when. He couldn't deserve it less, and that's why it's all so funny. But you talk about his meltdown. I mean, it. It was a little bit of a meltdown, but it's not like he, he, he you know, kicked the cameraman and the ghoulies yeah. and the storm. Holloway does that every week. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I think, I think so even when... Also, even, he's also easily led. 
I mean, he's also easily mm. into things that he's the sort of guy <laughs> who would make invest a load of money into like a poor business decision, yeah. isn't he? Well, he was running a soccer circus, yeah. wasn't he? When he Newcastle was picked him up again, I don't know how that went. I hope it went well, Kevin. He Happy was birthday. convinced that like uh, he wasn't he convinced that, like leaving like on the helicopter is like a good idea and stuff mm. as well. That wasn't his idea, was it? You know, I'd hope not. <laughs> Oh, you, you guys, I, want an I like Keegan. I think he's a brilliant bloke. Check yeah. out uh, Galactic no Keegan on, on Twitter. It's a brilliant um, Twitter um, profile where a man pretends to be Kevin Keegan, uh, where he's been sent to a far off distant planet where he's trying to start a football team, but he keeps getting fired and getting <laughs> in other trouble. But that stuff. Kevin Keegan's so unlucky that could be the real Kevin Keegan. You could be Galactic Keegan. Sort of, good to get you know, confirmation. Cry for help. Accounts are still happening on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is actually a good one. Okay, right. But wasn't it great though, that when he came back to Newcastle? It was only for a few games, but it was amazing. Yeah, and he commanded beautiful. that press room pretty well. Well, he got remember. about like he got like three million quid out of the club. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not doing that, very little work. Not so that unlucky. Yeah, yeah, so true. I would argue that he still got a bit of teeth in him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. certainly. Mm. Uh, Luke, I will go for Alex Oxlade Chamberlain. Nice. He seems like a lovely, very chap. well brought up young yeah. man. Yeah, he despite doesn't... being from your neck of the woods. A friend of mine uh, from Portsmouth. Yeah, a, fr- a friend of mine said, uh, in my view, accurately, that he doesn't tend to speak in cliches when you see him interviewed. Mm. He seems quite articulate, very polite, very well spoken. But he's uh, got a good father figure. Yes, absolutely. Portsmouth legend Mark Chamberlain. Yeah, his Se- literal father seems to be. Um, <laughs> yeah, seems to be a nice guy. I think, uh, like Alex Oxlade Chamberlain, if you. Yeah, you encountered him or you chatted to him. I think he'd be a lovely guy. I think he'd ask you questions about yourself. Absolutely. As well. And that's important. <laughs> Why'd yeah. you get your hair cut, Luke? Yeah, I've had it cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, but last time. I'm taking an interest. You're just, are you just asking questions for the sake of it, Alex? That's what I'd say. But he would do because that's how he's been brought up. And I think he's. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about him a bit more later in the context of the game uh, at the weekend. But he, he, to me, seems like a nice chap. A lovely smile. Yeah. A million dollar smile. Damn mm. right. Mm. That Or pounds. Mm. Goes mm. a bit further. Pete. Um, my number one nice footballer is uh, David Ospina, the goalkeeper. Mm. Number one Four. footballer for Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you did before we turned the mics on. I saw you beavering away over there. And I'm pleased it's I rendered some results for you. never turn up uh, to a recording with uh, an answer to the opening question. So mm. it's just nice to, you know, I got involved while you guys were chatting no, about yeah. Alan Partridge. It's not, <laughs> which is what you do every time hey, we come in the studio. It's not nice to be involved. It's nice nice to, to be involved. <laughs> nice to see you, um, etc. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, okay. Well, so, Pete, a silly yeah. answer, but that's fine. It's a silly podcast. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah. you don't come for. I'm not up to Pete. Is there, is there <laughs> I'd like to you too, but that'd be brilliant. <laughs> that would be very good. Um, uh, well, an honourable mention to uh, a, a man. I think all of us, or certainly Luke and I, know um, Adrian Clark. Oh yes, ex Arsenal, yeah. nice chap. Yeah, yeah nicknamed nice nicknamed um, the Reverend. The Reverend, and I I asked Ian Wright why is that that is, and he went because uh, he was just really nice. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't stand out that much, yeah. Yeah. should it? Yeah. If he wasn't, he'd just be called Clarko or something. Mm. So. <laughs> Good yeah. thing he was nice. Uh, I mentioned for Pele as well. Yeah, he seemed very yeah. lovely. Yeah, but yeah, I'm going to yeah. go for Roy Hodgson. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Even though the media try and stick stuff on him all the time, it never really mm. works. Just bat- plays with a straight bat. Which yeah, exactly. is really, <laughs> it's really something, isn't it? With yeah. with our media to manage to pull that off as England manager. Yeah. Mm. You played in apartheid <laughs> South Africa, therefore you're responsible for all of that history. Yeah. You Not killed Mandela. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the Andros Townsend thing as well. They tried to stitch him, didn't they? Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah, it didn't work. No. No, we like Roy. Uh, I th- Jim's got to have the points. Well, I'd like to give them to Kevin Keegan. Yeah, yeah. Keegan's won again. Them to him. Mm. All the points go to Kevin What's Keegan. Kevin Keegan got now like a tw- about twelve point lead, isn't it? Always showing a passion there by. <laughs> oh, Peter. 
Don't worry. We'll get it back. Those of you who are just listening couldn't see that I actually gave Pete the, th- the fingers in the yeah. mouth a bit. Give him the old... Uh, <laughs> give him the old one-two. The, the old archer salute. <laughs> it's a very, very dig. Excellent. Yeah. Let's move on to the FA Cup, where no points are awarded. Just uh, <laughs> next rounds. Um, Everton <laughs> beats Swansea. Have a next round. <laughs> Have a next round, everyone. Have one each. <laughs> dig in. <laughs> Everton beat Swansea 3-1. A great start for Traore, the new mm. man, with a, with a little back heel yeah, to nice get the game it. going. Um, Everton looked pretty good value for the win. Swansea, oh dear. Yeah, Swansea don't really need a cup run, though, do they? Like, <laughs> yeah. They've got bigger problems. They don't want more matches. Yeah, exactly. Sw- Swansea are playing Napoli in the Europa League this week. <laughs> It's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> now football can change. There it goes. Um, uh, yeah, Everton. Um, I mean, they're <laughs> dark horses for the for the FA Cup, surely. Roberto Martinez traditionally always takes uh, the FA Cup seriously, as we know yep. he has done this season, and obviously won it last, won it last year. year. Yeah, I thought Everton were good, and I saw, as soon as I saw the um, the team that Swansea put out, you'd always fancy Everton. But to be fair to Swansea, they rallied a bit, equalised. Jonathan Jonathan De Guzman scored, didn't he? Nice, nice header. Yeah. Mm. Um, but Everton were, were the better team, absolutely. I think um, Nath Smith's goal was oh. um, quintessential and a nip in. Yeah, he nipped absolutely. in. Yeah. But he, he had got... a lot of nipping to do. He Did he score? He made a goal with the with the penalty and then he got concussion. Was that? What was that? He, he definitely made the pen. He won, yeah, the, he made he the, won the pen. And then he got concussion and couldn't he? remember the goal. Couldn't remember him scoring the goal. Oh, oh, right? no. They, oh, made, they made the joke that they uh, told him it was a 40-yarder. It's <laughs> 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 quite nice. Well, I look forward to seeing that on the highlights later. That Naismith goal where he nipped in, that's the sort of goal that if you were playing up front and you're not a striker, you'd never score that. Yeah. Because you'd never gamble. You'd never see it. And I think that's... Although with got um, a little bit of criticism from some quarters for the in the Spurs game. I actually thought he did really well. He brought players into play very nicely, and he and he had a really big impact when he came on as well against Swansea. He, he's not a great goal scorer, is he? He's he's busy and he's big yeah, and strong, but he is he he handy playing. Happen. I mean, I, yeah, yeah I, I don't think he would be um, somebody who, if you know, if Everton are going to kind of push on and try and get into the Champions League, whether they can do it this season or, or, or go for next season. He's not the man that will be the first choice striker. Well, it's good that they're scoring goals without their main kind of strike, I suppose, isn't yeah. it? I mean, yeah, of course. And also, yeah. what Naismith does have is he's exactly the sort of player you want in that situation when there's a, a sort of a mistake to be pounced on or mm. just, you know, the, the basics need to be done well. He's, yeah. he's got all that to his game. Well, absolutely. But, the, yeah, the point I was making is, yeah, he's, he's probably not a starting striker for, for Everton if they want to push on into mm. the Champions League. Uh, but a very handy squad player, certainly. And, and, and great cover as well. Mm. He's not on. six foot eight either, which is mm. wearing like no. Traore. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder what the odds would have been on him scoring with a back heel. Yeah, four <laughs> minutes in. What a debut. Pretty high, I thought. I think he's not played an awful lot of football recently, so he came off after about an hour, didn't he? Mm. He um, looked packed. He, he looked absolutely packed. I think he did well. I thought it was, it was a good, good debut, actually. Yeah, it was good to see Baines scoring a penalty. An Englishman Fif- scoring a pen- penalty. 15 in 16 penalties. Is that right? That's his record. I swear mm. he just pretends the three kicks. Yeah. I can score yeah. these. I mean, I grant that Stephen Gerrard scored a few penalties this season, but what with Sturridge missing and then that awful yeah. Manchester United-Sunderland I- penalty shootout <laughs> in the League Cup, I thought somebody's got a- Yeah. And just in case. Jason Punchin will be on the plane as well, so that's a worry. <laughs> <laughs> I, heard, I heard a stat that Leighton Baines is the only Premier League player to have to taken more than 10 penalties and never missed one. So the one he missed, it must not be in the Premier League. Definitely. No, maybe not, yeah. yeah maybe. Yeah. I think what we need to do with, with this park. is... Yeah. Just... Ask up to Pete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah, England get out of the group, if England get out of the group, it means we can just play for penalties and it'll be fine. Because <laughs> we've got Baines. Yeah, exactly. It's great to have that option, isn't it? <laughs> mm, that's true. And uh, we'll have Dave Besson on the bench. Well, do you reckon it, it'd just be like Baines will have to take every penalty with different like disguises on every time? <laughs> yeah. put, put your Gerard, put your put your Gerard shirt on. Put your false nose on. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> oh dear. Um, Everton's home match last week against Crystal Palace was called off, much to the disappointment of Rick Wee. He was pissed off, Jim, I hear. Mm. Um, Thank you. Uh, The man from Malaysia um, has supported the Toffee for 30 years and was over to see them play for the first time. Turned up and the bleeding match was called off. That is just heartbreaking. I'm sure a number of you saw this in in the press. However, though, before he left, um, the club did track him down and gave him a special tour of the stadium and and he met Martinez and some of the players and got a signed shirt from Leighton Baines. So, a constant... I mean, obviously, you'd love to see them play. I don't don't think he was around this week and I I didn't hear about that, but, but to turn up, we go all the way. Thirty it's, years, it's, but it's a PR kind of own, uh, like not own goal. It's a PR like no brainer, really. Yeah, isn't it? yeah, 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 like, yeah you know, totally. Just, I was, I, 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 I just went. Well, it's not our fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the weather. It's the weather. Do you not have weather over there? Nothing to do with me. What do you want us to do, mate? Yeah. God. Oh, the rain's called the game off, and suddenly it's our fault. <laughs> you've come here. We didn't make you come here. Gordon Nando's. <laughs> We didn't ask you to turn up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dear, oh dear. But uh, well, well, well done, Rick Wee um, yeah. and Everton. There, and well done, Everton. They progress, and uh, everyone's happy in that side of Liverpool. Uh, the cup holders, Wigan, a mm. great win away to Cardiff. Yeah. Um, they are. They're putting in a brilliant defence as holders. Aren't they, they really are. It. A surprisingly good defence. Yeah. <laughs> ben um, Watson, what is in his foot? A missile. <laughs> Last time I saw Ben Watson score. It was in the cup final, yes. and I was there. I uh-huh. saw him score in the flesh, and it caused um, one Manchester City man... Manchester City man. <laughs> I'm the Manchester City man. I'm the man-man. To spit some chewed-up pie onto another man's head. <laughs> and that's how annoyed he was. He was well, eating a pie. He's about three rows in front of was it, was it a Thinking, disc- Well, I'm so furious, I must jettison this pie. <laughs> was it a, a furious spit, or was it a flabbergasted spit? Furious. OK. Yeah, well, my teeth, I'm going to enjoy the rest of this. <laughs> he seemed like a very... <laughs> flabbergasting involves more of a splutter yeah, than a spit. I suppose. Yeah. No, it was very deliberate. He seemed like a very low-quality of individual. <laughs> and that's... Well, and, and anything, I couldn't enjoy Ben Watson's goal and then when he because re- of that. And then he remembered how much the pie cost, and he would have been even more furious. <laughs> he was down his hands and knees, hoovering it back up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Down in that London. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, but a, a brilliant win for, for, for Wigan. Watson, one of the goals of the weekend. Thunderous. Lovely goal, lovely goal. Struck it so well. Yeah. Um, it would oh, it'd be great to see Wigan Wouldn't it? Go, go even further. I mean, they've got, I mean, they're away to Manchester City in the, in the next round. Who <laughs> they beat in the final last year. So, yeah, yeah. City yeah. destroyed them in the Capital One Cup earlier in the year, didn't they, in their... Uh... At the Etihad. Different tournament, mate. Different tournament. Absolutely. But wouldn't it be amazing if they turned him over there as well? Yeah. (laughs) Owen Cole's not in charge anymore. So True. Yeah, true. True. They've got a chance. They got Uwe Rosler though. Good man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Perhaps more, um, more of a pragmatist than uh, than Coyle. But we do love Coyle. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, a great win for, for for Wigan. Sheffield Wednesday versus Charlton was postponed. Um, I think Rick, we went to that one. Let's not talk. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I've got a bit of a, sh- a soft spot for Sheffield Wednesday as well. I just popped down there. Oh, what? Yeah. I don't believe that he, he will go home thinking that actually football doesn't really exist. <laughs> it's something that's on telly. It's like, literally yeah. meing it down. Yeah. <laughs> hey! Yeah. yeah, he thinks he's in some sort of Truman show. Yeah. Or something. Mm. <laughs> Everything's the, a trick. The Wii show. I wish he'd go to front and part. Yeah, is that right? <laughs> you wouldn't lose. Dear, oh dear. But Sheffield United did play. Sheffield mm. were represented in, in some form. And what a win they got against Nottingham Forest. They've had a marvellous cup run, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> we got, um, got pelters for not... They're good value in the FA Cup in they general. Are. It's that Star Wars music they play. We got yeah, pelters for not talking about them beating Fulham by an irate blade was that right? last week. But um, is, uh, to say what you think of this, right? Sheffield United um, were playing Forest, as we know. 
And the draw for the next round was at half time. And Nigel Clough told the players that they will set up a tie potentially against Sheffield Wednesday should mm. they win. Mm. And they came out in the second half and blew um, Forrest away. Is that fair? Is that really fair? The draw no, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know why they do that. I no, really the, don't know why the draw they do should that. should happen and when all the, the draw should be happening tonight after the Brighton Hull game. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's, well, it's got to be a level fair. playing field, isn't it? It's... Yeah, I just don't see how that's fair. Mm. I, I, I can't see how you can how it's fair <coughs> that you can give a tip. I'm not taking anything away from Sheffield United. It was a great performance. They deserve to be there, as you said, Marcus. They've been a good cup team. Yeah, but season. Forest and Sheffield Wednesday are big rivals. Yeah, no. I so King Billy should have mentioned it to them. King Billy. Well, maybe he did. Well, they didn't fancy it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Sheffield United are always going to want it more, aren't they? Yeah. But Wednesday have to beat Charlton, though, don't they? they do. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the um, the um, the way that um, Billy Davis is quite animated on the touchline, isn't he? To be fair, after the game, he was very um, respectful of Sheffield United. So he wishes them all the best in the mm. competition and stuff. But he does seem like quite an annoying bloke on the touchline. I have met Billy Davis actually. Oh yeah. Very very small man. Yeah. He, he's, he's you know, I'm not. Tiny, I'm yeah. hardly a giant. Do you mean in terms of his character? No, oh, no, definitely not the character. No, because I saw him interviewed in the post-match for this one, and he was very, very short mm. of stature, yeah. But yeah, but nice enough chat. I mean, it was, only, it was a very brief meeting. But he's really animated. He gets... Didn't he... Didn't he I might, Clough I might will be, have enjoyed that match, to be fair. Didn't he... Didn't, he yeah, get, he would have done. didn't one of them knee the other one in the back? Yeah, they Nigel, don't like it. Yeah, they yeah, don't like it. Okay, yeah, because right, of yeah. that, yeah. Okay, interesting. <laughs> they don't like each other. So they Cluffy, hate each other. Cluffy would have enjoyed that. <laughs> I, I also feel quite sorry for Nigel Clough because on Five Live, um, I went for a run Sunday morning, I listened to Five Live, and they were t- interviewing Nigel Clough ahead of the game. Mm. And uh, I'm not joking, uh, 95% of the mm. questions were about Brian Clough. Yeah, I was going to say. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's almost it's, like, it's, yeah. he's, of course Brian he's, Clough is a great he's, manager. He's long gone. He's, yeah, he died know. quite a long time ago now, and Nigel Clough probably, at some point in his life, wants to carve out a career for himself. Yeah. And not no, I'll constantly about, I'll remembering his d- dead, beloved dad. Yeah, I know, exactly. Jimmy, your dead dad, he was brilliant! Yeah. <laughs> One of the questions for him, for Nigel Clough, ahead of a big game in the, in the FA Cup was, what is your favourite memory of playing for your dad? Oh my goodness. it's like, come on. That said, I did hear a, a memory that I had not heard for, about Brian Clough uh, on Steve Bruce. Have you heard that the, they had a bit of a set too. No. Steve Bruce is urinating in Urinal uh, at a function, like you know, ten years after he finished playing. Well, five minutes, five years after he finished playing. Five minutes, and, uh, five minutes. <laughs> straight after <laughs> <up laughs> the moment. Straight after so the moment. So he's dressed in a nice suit and stuff, and he's he's peeing at a function, and uh, suddenly he just gets kicked in the back and pushed into the urinal, basically piss all up his front, basically. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and Brian. Which Clough's- normally happens like three hours later. Isn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> and Brian Clough's behind. He goes. That's because you uh, you kicked my son. Now, uh, <laughs> really? Oh wow! Now, uh, now, now, dry yourself off. I'll see you later. Oh. Or something like that. Really, something didn't even like need it. a piss. Just went in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Been waiting that's the whole for, evening. That's yeah. for all them times you kicked my Nigel. <laughs> wow. Amazing, brilliant. Mm. Yeah. So basically, brilliant. we've complained about Nigel Clark. And then finished with the <laughs> <a> story. On his father, Brian. We've done yeah. exactly what we've accused the media of doing. Yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true. But, but what about Porter? What about the pitch invasion? What, well, I'll yeah. come to that in just a second, because yeah. Porter came on in the 87th minute and uh, was man of the match. Um, well, he, he was... He, I mean, well, we should say that Forrest had the better efforts. Yeah. The Sheffield United keeper well, they, um, was, was very was busy. Mark difference in the second half, and now we know why. Well, I love Mark difference. <laughs> He's the best. <laughs> but even in the second half, Forrest looked like the more likely. Um, but then it was a goalkeeping error that let Sheffield United in um, and, and back into the game at, at one all. Mm. 
And then um, it, two injury time goals, and there was a minor pitch invasion when the third went in, and then a proper one yeah. when the final whistle happened. Miners can invade pitches underneath the pitch. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Chaos. Well, then the seniors got involved. And then, then you get moles coming up. Yeah, sinkholes, everything. Oh, Did my you see goodness. the As long as the wild boars don't Did come. Did you see the Sheffield, wild Sheffield, boar. Sheffield, <laughs> Sheffield, Sheffield United player behind the penalty taker trying to put off the keeper? No, who was that one? You know when you see like a penalty being taken in front of the way the way end? Like we spoke about Leeds at your way to Yeovil the other week. behind the goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The player was doing that behind Behind the player taking the penalty to put the keeper off. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Well, sure I, that I like that. I don't. I think he should have been booked. Not. Yeah. I think. It, but I don't think the referee saw it. I'd, I'd jump up and grab old. You know that camera that swoops down whenever there's a free kick in really big matches and like Barca yeah. matches. I'd jump on that, start floating around. <laughs> don't they add that? They um, try and get rid of me. They all lame, mate. They used to have that in Serie A. Yeah. They try and get rid of me and I just swing around like I'm a Beyonce at a concert or something. Doing a John Bon Jovi over the players. Lovely mensch. On my head, on my head. <laughs> Lovely mensch of uh, John Bon Jovi there. Yeah, by me. Brilliant insight it. into your iPod as well. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one album on there. Um, it's and it's John Bon Jovi. Yeah. The others are downloading. It's the song, it's the song always, 12 times. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of it. I'm more of a dead or alive man. Oh. Should we move on? Well, have we got time? You should move on, have we got, I think we've got time, actually. What's your favourite Bond? No, uh, next week's opening question is sorted. Is Dead or Alive the um, theme from Young Guns 2? No, that's, that's Blaze of Glory. Ah, damn, that was a solo yeah. effort, wasn't it? Dead or Alive is actually called Wanted Dead or Alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, Get it right, just, you know, Get right, Spelzy. Yeah, but that's what the fan club calls it. Super fan. Another very short man, John Bon Jovi. Mm. Yeah, apparently so, yeah, yes. very short. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Bonbons. 200 million fans can't be wrong, people. <laughs> now, um, yeah, so Sheffield United, they've gone through 3-1, well done. Uh, Sunderland beat Southampton 1-0, Gardner with a stunner. Mm. That man loves a good goal. It didn't, it, that goal was not worthy of creating that game, which was dreadful. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I love it when it's a really crap game and then there's a moment of absolute... Oh, I might as well do this. But <laughs> nothing else is happening. <laughs> but, it says, but it says something when, like, Lee Catamore is the best player on the pitch, I think, for me. I thought he played amazingly. Well, like, his shorts it, it, are very high, doesn't he? He, he does. You yeah, can but, always but, see who he is. But he thought. But I thought. I genuinely thought he was. He was going to leave in the January transfer window. And there was rumours that he was going to. But he's. Uh, he's starting to fit into Poyer's kind of slightly more continental well, we Sunderland that, team, and he's, he's not that kind of player at all. We said it before on this um, show. Poyer's a really good cup manager. And, and mm. they've got a chance now, because who have they got in, this, in the next round? They are um, away Brighton to Brighton or Hull. Hull. Yeah, so they could win mm. that, they could be in the semis. Well, he knows a lot about Brighton, of course. Yeah, indeed. People made a big like point about like, the attendance. I think it was like 16,000, 70,000 or something. Was, yeah, very but, few. But yeah. it's just like, well, everyone's already forking out for a big old mm. trip down to London, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like... I, yeah. I don't understand that. I don't understand why everybody made a big deal about Less that. And, and, and I've made a big deal about Sunderland's attendances before, and I got soundly and roundly uh, booed. And uh, yeah, you know, I, I enjoyed that. You're taking yeah, this good. opportunity to apologise to Sunderland, aren't you? Well, Less, I, I Less fans than they were at Fratton Park this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The League Two game. Hmm. Yeah, but even he, won. the Grand Central is quite pricey nowadays. It used yeah. to be cheap. Is that right? That's the uh, East Coast Sunderland to London line. What's it called? The Grand Central. The Grand Central. It's got pictures of like uh, Marilyn Monroe on that, and then you get off and. Hewith or see him or something. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> a bit of showbiz. Bit of showbiz. Bit of showbiz. Gus Payer said that if he, uh, if he basically is, is focuses the league, uh, even though he's doing really well. well they're not going to yeah, win the league. They'll never win the league. Well, staying up. But he says if, if, he, if they go down, he's going to hide in Asia uh, on his um, holidays on a beach. But um, if they win, he, he says he's going to go to a really famous place and he, you're going to see him in every newspaper in his, his speedos or whatever. I'm like, going, I don't think, I don't think anyone... 
was going to put you in your speedos. If we had a decent, robust mainstream media in this country, <laughs> at that point they would have said, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no I they'd have said, I think where are you going to go? be? <laughs> We're going to follow through on this madness. Yeah. <laughs> they Can would you just said, Instagram yourself so we don't have to send anybody? Yeah. Does this involve a tightrope and Niagara Falls? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it is, we're interested. <laughs> we'll cover it. I've seen sports stories where like, um, there's been like some sort of spat or some sort of argument between players, and the journalist in question has checked each party's Twitter feed one person said something about it on Twitter, so they've quoted that. The other one's not said anything on Twitter, so they've gone, wasn't available for comment. Because <laughs> you, you haven't bothered interviewing them. You've just looked at their Twitter feed. You haven't done your journalist did it, job did, properly. Did impress uh, F5, couldn't be asked. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I'm not sitting there all day refreshing their Twitter feed. <laughs> yeah, anyone got, I'm not even going to bother ringing them. No comment. Yeah, but that's what... How many times? Play on Instagram. <laughs> how many times have you seen articles out there going, oh, this person, he hates them and, and they're discriminating against them, whatever it is. No quotes anywhere no, near. No, <laughs> no. no quotes at all. Um, but a great win for Should we start one? Should we start a rumour that, let's say, I don't know, Andy Carroll and... This know. will not end well. Kevin Sammy, Nolan are going to live Sammy to Nazri. Nazri. No, no. <laughs> Yeah, Andy Carroll and Sammy Nasri just don't understand <laughs> each other. <laughs> Carolyn Nazri, hashtag fucking. <laughs> get it out there, people. Who's that fucking? It's Nazri and Carol. Someone, oh, someone's got Get a room, boys. Fucking. Spare time for anything tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Kelly, Kelly, get it on the site. <laughs> Manchester City beat Chelsea 2 0. They did. Jovatic and Nazri. Yeah. <laughs> Looks a bit shagged out, old Fuck Nazri. Yeah. But he managed to score. <laughs> little bit sleepy. I let fucking. Oh. Well, that was the sound. Um, uh, yeah, good win for lawyers. <laughs> oh, we got some. Um, uh, Manchester City getting revenge on Chelsea's uh, league defeat mm. um, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, much was made of that. Uh, the thing that annoyed me about that Nasri goal was that David Luiz, instead of just defending, put his hand up trying to peel for offside, which you don't need to do to get offside anyway. The linesman will generally give it if it's offside. Mm-hmm. He stopped defending, so Nasri nipped in and scored. It was the most ludicrous defending. Just carry on playing. The, the ball's in your own penalty area. Don't stand still and put your hand up and look at the linesman. Nasri scored because of that. That, is, fr- that mm. is frustrating. You play the whistle, Luke. Exactly. The, 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 yeah, but it's not, I, I, I might have said this before on the show. It's not like a cricket appeal. You, <laughs> you have to <laughs> yeah, have a convincing right. appeal to get the wicket. You get three. The yeah, yeah, there's no Hawkeye. Hawkeye, yeah. yeah. I'll have one. Given. <laughs> yeah, but the, 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 I'm sure linesmen have... Um, been influenced by players shouting at them before. Mm. I imagine they have, but I mean, the, the old thing is that you were taught when you were younger, if the referee's not sure, he'll give it to whoever shouts aloud. That's what I was mm, yeah. told, which is a pretty rubbish way of going about things. But in that situation, you can't scream at the lines or so or give a, give a, give a flag. Yeah. You've got to defend <clears> initially, and if it's offside, it's offside. Mm. It's, just, it's just very frustrating. And it was a, offside. That's a pivotal goal. And especially on, on those kind of decisions where, you know, chances are, if you're the away team, you're going to get you're probably not going to get the decision compared. You know, the chances yep. are you're not going to get the decision because the, the home fan, yeah, the home fans shout. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's a good win for Manchester. The quadruple is still on. Yeah, I mean, will Chelsea be? I don't mean to be disrespectful, but they won't be too fussed, will they? I, I don't know. I think they will. I think, yeah. For all he's saying, I think Mourinho would really like to win something in his first season back, and he's got. A, you know, they've got a good relationship with the FA Cup. It seems in the modern era that they they just win it every year. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know that's not the case, but it does mean. sort of feel that way, doesn't mm. it? Um, so, no, I don't think he'll be um, happy with that at all. Okay. Now, Mourinho's very much the character, to me, who seems like he wants to win everything all the time. Mm. You know, and that's part of the reason that drives him, isn't it? Yeah. Part of the thing that drives him on. So, of course, he'll be disappointed, especially after um, 
especially after they, they beat City in the league. But I mean, John Terry is a big miss for them, wasn't he? I mm-hmm. mean, he's he's such an important player for them, and in his absence. Uh, definitely played a part, I think. Yeah. Well, the City, of course, uh, will play Wigan in the next round. And the other big Premier League tie of the round was Arsenal 2, Liverpool 1. Revenge. Mm, indeed. An um, immediate revenge. Strange revenge. Yeah. Um, Howard was... Webb revenge. Strange Howard revenge. revenge. I mean, yeah. when people say it's revenge, it's not. No, it's, it's not. It's not really, it's is it? It's a different. I think they would probably would have taken it in the league, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I they mean, could choose. Yeah, we, <laughs> we certainly took it in the league. <laughs> Winning a very, very competitive match 2 yeah, 1 is mean, not the same as being gubbed. No. Um, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, who we mentioned earlier, was, was uh, the official man of the match. But for me, it was Fabianski. It was magnificent. Like, yeah, it was, it seems like on his knees in the final whistle. Like, celebrating it clearly meant, meant a lot to the player yeah. and indeed the rest of the team. And also, you know, I, I, I don't think Wenger underestimates the fact that, you know, a good cup run or a fairly lengthy cup run can kind of galvanise a team that kind of needs it at the Absolutely. Moment. I mean, especially after two, <laughs> a disappointing result against United, um, mm. you know, which is, to be fair, is still a draw with Man United. It's not the end of the world. Mm. But a, a, a quite humiliating result against Liverpool. Perfect time to play them again. Perfect yeah. way to get revenge by knocking them out of something and confidence ahead of Bayern Munich. But Liverpool were excellent again. I mean, that really early mm. on they could have scored. Daniel Sturridge should have scored really, but he mm. put the ball into the side net. If they scored again after like three minutes, like it would have been it would have been devastating to Arsenal's nerves and and character. But um, I think Arsenal did well to sort of steady the first half. Oxlade Chamberlain was really composed for his goal, and Podolski's you know nice finish. But again, Oxlade Chamberlain was the architect of the second one really I th- I in thought- terms of its speed of thought. But like. Liverpool rallied after that and the silly penalty to give away from Podolski as well and the, the, the second one uh, how we got away with that I don't know it's the most stonewall penalty you've ever, <laughs> ever seen what I would say actually from uh, from some angles outrageous not to give it from some angles I from, actually... from face on I was like from where you know the referee was standing yeah. and well, to be quite frank I don't enjoy seeing um, I don't like the way that the television uh, cameras are kind of capturing what the referee was doing. I think that's completely unhelpful to yep. the FA, to referees. Yeah, I, just, I just think that's unfair. Bearing in mind, I think Kelly did a really good stat on our on our website, uh, Opta Pete here, hello. Um, <laughs> 600 uh, decisions every single um, match that's a referee amazing. a referee has wow. to make. Also, I mean, on o- average. often TV cameras show... Um, they claim to show something from the referee's perspective. They don't show it from the referee's perspective. It's from the camera nearest to him, behind him. That <laughs> bears no relation in how he sees things out of his but they, head. But they showed it in what sort of direction he was kind of looking at. It was, it was interesting, but I, I, I genuinely <clears> think it was quite un, un, uh, unhelpful. But I think for me, the, the the reason Liverpool looks so good, and in particular the reason why Steven Gerrard looks so good, Ozil did not look interested in marking Gerrard out of any sort of game. No. He didn't look interested in being involved in it at any point. Oh, like, no, he, I thought Ozil had a good game. He, he was how crucial much freedom? How goal. much freedom did did Gerard have where he was? Yeah, you know, because he was obviously playing a little bit deeper than mm. uh, you'd usually expect. But and he wasn't, didn't bomb quite so much. But I just I, I don't know. I just, well, I think I just it's not Özil's job, is it? It's Flamini's job, um, <laughs> and Flamini certainly um, got the booking that he, mm. he likes to get to show he was doing that <laughs> job. Flamini wouldn't be on Gerard. No, I don't think I don't think that would work because Flamini would be playing. Too yeah, but deep but Flamini's sort of putting fires out more, more you know more than Urzel was. You know, if you've got to put, you've still got to take. Urzel has to have and some. Arteta played further up, which was interesting. But yeah. positionally, positionally without the ball, I don't want to get too tactically into it because it's not really my area of expertise. But like, we've well, yet to find that. When, exactly, still looking. <laughs> when Liverpool have got the ball. Urzil <laughs> has to take responsibility mm. for closing Gerard down because because it's eleven v eleven. You've all got to have a match <laughs> yeah, exactly. somewhere. Absolutely. But I, I thought that um, just going back to the penalty thing, it's interesting to hear you guys talk about because I, I just thought really it was just it just a situation where Webb didn't give the penalty because he had just given a penalty. He, he'd just given one, and so he didn't want to give another one. Instinctively, it was it would have been. Um, Oh, he's a human being. At the end of the day, instinctively, <coughs> his reaction would have been to not give a penalty because he's just given one. Mm. And then, if you, I tell you what was really indicative from what I was looking at. 
about a minute before that, there was right. a really um, easy free kick that Webb gave on the edge of the area. Um, it was when <clears throat> I think Flanagan was brought down by Arteta just outside the area, and mm-hmm. Webb really decisively gave a free kick straight away. A minute later, less than that, this is when Oxlade Chamberlain came into Suarez, and Webb didn't give it, and it was almost like he had decided to not give it before mm. he even had a chance to go through the decision-making process. And if that penalty had not been awarded a few minutes before that, that's a penalty every single day. I also mm. all, all day. Also wonder if um, Suarez's overreaction to it was a factor and in reputation. it because uh, and reputation, of course. But Webb's probably looking at that, thinking there's no way that Oxlade Chamberlain has hit him hard enough that he's going to spin round and like sort of do a backflip off of his face. Um, he's a solid, you know, matter, though, yeah. player. Though, I know it, it shouldn't matter, but it's I just, but it's such a baffling decision that I wonder if there must be yeah. something like that having I, a, I do think an the effect referee, on it. I've, no, there obviously was. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a bit <clears> of a tricky one for referees because. Um, on one hand, people seem to be asking for them to apply their common sense and the flow of the game and stuff like that. And to give things like advantages in the correct position, you've got to sometimes use your common sense. But at the same time, people also seem to be asking for every decision to be made in isolation. And the fact that Suarez dived or the fact that there was a penalty just before that shouldn't affect that particular incident. When I, don't think, I don't think there's any case to say he dived. But I can make an exaggeration right, of okay, or whatever. Okay, of but, I mean, in referee and parlance, I believe, they call them KMRs, key match incidents, and referees are, are judged by the assessors on those, how they react mm. to those KMRs, and they're given a mark. And um, obviously, people, I think people think that Howard Webb has just been decided that he's our best ref, so he goes to the World Cup. But as far as I know, it's not that. It's, mm. it's to do with uh, marks they get on these particular incidents, as far as I know. Mm. And Webb obviously comes out best on average and that's why he's our representative at big tournaments. Mm. He was in 2010, and he will be this year. But that situation, he's just made he's just made a mistake, and it's a high-profile mm. mistake. And it, is it really any different to the mistake that Ricky Lambert made when he missed an open goal against Sunderland? It's just a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. It just happens to be a high-profile one. And, and when people come out and say, what we need is a referee to, to um, come out after the game and, and explain his decision, well, I'll tell you what he'll say. He'll say... I didn't think it was a penalty. Yeah, that's right. And so I've not given it. I think that's really unfair. You shouldn't referees shouldn't be put on trial after games. You know, it's players. I, I suppose players do have that to a degree, but not in the, not in that sort of official sense people want. And you wouldn't call Arsenal a cauldron of uh, you know fan fury. I, think, I suppose, it, I suppose my point is about Webb, I suppose mm. my point is about the Web after the game if he was interviewed. The reason he would say that is because really it's the only avenue open to him. Yeah. You can't say oh. I, it wasn't. A, I didn't give a penalty because of this, or I just given a penalty. He can't say anything yeah. else because mm. if he says anything else, he's going to get in trouble. But, but even, but even, it could be a conscious decision. It could be an unconscious decision. It could be kind of like uh, you know, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, your idea as a referee, you've always got to be fair. That's your that's your one job: fairness mm. to the rules of the game, to the players, to respect everyone else. And it's kind of like. It could be just an unconscious thing. It's sort of going, oh, well, I'm probably going to give somebody else the benefit of the doubt. It may not be something that goes through his head. It might just be, you know, mm. a, I think a, a sixth sense, sense that he has. He's, you know, the one man, he's the one man in that whole footballing arena of 60,000 fans, 22 players on the pitch, substitutes on the bench, managers, technical stuff. He's the one man who is trying to do everything by the book. <laughs> yeah. if, if anyone else in that whole stadium can do something, whether it be a chant, whether it be a tactic, mm. whether it be... Whether it be a misplaced T-shirt out of a cannon. Exactly, absolutely. A pie Ed, in the back of the head. Anything, anything people take it. And he's the one man that's got to hold that whole thing together. Um, but I thought, having said that, uh, from some angles it did look as though... Um, you know, was it as bad as it was? I did think it was a penalty, and I thought the confirmation of that was when he didn't give Gerard the second bookable. Yeah, mm. you know, not that long after that, was it a minute or two later when Gerard should have been sent off? 
Yeah, you should. Yes, 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 that was a yellow mm. card. And got... that's where your decision is. You, I mean, you take that incident in it isolation. Was a hack, wasn't it? it was kind of like, yeah, yeah. In isolation, um, that should have been a red card. But th- maybe in, in hindsight, he thought about that decision about the penalty and thought, Actually, do you know what? Maybe I, maybe I should have given <laughs> that. I've, I've, whenever I've um, whenever I've played, uh, well, not always, but a lot of time when I've played football, like, our manager said to me more often than not at half time, oh. If we've had a decision... Stop eating. A really... <laughs> yeah. Sober up. Listen, do you ever stop... <laughs> get a shirt. Yeah. Get a shirt. You're Don't... never going to get in the team if you carry on. Stop tipexing the number on your back. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you even get a 12-inch sub? <laughs> um, they, the managers have always, always said to me more often than not, oh, if you've got a fortuitous decision in the first half, the managers always said, as a little aside, look, keep an eye on things, because the referee will try and even up. It almost seems like a natural thing. Mm. I'm not suggesting they do do that. You still steam in, though, don't you? Yeah, also, <laughs> yeah always. Don't necessarily think it was... A, no, like, <laughs> absolutely clear-cut um, second yellow. Not every foul is a booking. No, but so, that was a know, booking. That was a booking, Jim. Well, <laughs> that was almost the most textbook booking you could but get. I think he's within his rights to, to, to not, not make that decision as well. I mean, I definitely think there's an air of um, yeah. levelling it but, up. Um, Sterling should have got a red for well, slapping, I was a, slapping the ref. What was I going to say? Yeah, Sterling. An impromptu breast exam. He Hello. put his hand on and Webb's peck. Might not have been impromptu. They might have planned it before. <laughs> it was almost like as if he said, no, no, don't book me for that. Whatever pull it, your nipple it was off. curious. It it was just, just, it just Howard Webb was <laughs> was quite flabbergasted by it. He was like, "What?" And and I think he was very sensible there because Stone's obviously a young lad and he's used his brain, and that's what we want referees but to I th- do. But I think more than that, you know, I'm I'm a man of diminutive stature, and I don't think I could get away with slapping anybody's boobie. No, and, but what he know, did, a, a man of six foot, well, ex policeman. But Webb I've called Gerard. <laughs> Webb called. I think Webb called Gerard over and had a word with Gerard about that. Obviously, the no, okay. But I think surely Webb's looking at this, thinking, "Do I really want the bit to, the narrative of this match to be him just?" Grabbing my boob? Probably don't. I'll just yeah. let this go. Yeah, I'd yeah. rather forget about the whole thing. Slightly uncomfortable. And then and then beat him up in the, on the car uh, park after. On the game... Yeah, take this home to your three fictional children. <laughs> on the game in general, I, was, I thought that um, it's quite interesting because Liverpool seem to approach every game exactly the same way. I'm not saying that's a negative thing, but they seem to try and... Uh, we talked about it last week. They're very effective. They try and blow teams away. Mm. And mm. actually, yeah. what Arsenal learned, I mean, it's easier for Arsenal than some other teams because Arsenal are a very good side. But if you can weather that storm, whether that be for a combination of um, strikers missing chances like Sturridge or good defending, actually, Liverpool have got a little bit of a soft centre. That's the, the thing that will stop them winning the league this season because they score loads of goals. Will be back. yeah, will be errors at the back and a little bit of a soft centre, especially when Lucas isn't playing. Mm. I think Arsenal learnt that. Um, Mm. Against, uh, against the, the, the hard way, the, yeah. But, but, it, but, the, but the thing was, yeah, when in the league game, obviously Liverpool started off like a house on fire as they always do, and they scored and they scored again and then they scored again. It was almost like the perfect storm, mm. and that's what Liverpool try and do to you. Yeah, uh, and and I think they are vulnerable, sort of slightly going back towards their own goal. But it seems to be that they score so many goals more often than not. Doesn't really matter. Arsenal dictated the pace in the first half very well. They slowed it down, kept it quite calm. It seemed very sort of um, serene almost. It was unusual. So that when Oxford Cham- Chamberlain really hit gear, it really looked quick. Yeah, he's, he's a really good player, Oxford Chamberlain. He is. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's he, just he, back from injury as he well. He played like Suarez plays in some matches for me. Like yeah, he just, unplayable sort of, sort yeah, of just, yeah, just, just you, they couldn't and get all of them. Goes through you. It just seems ta- to me, it just seems very tactically. Um, a depth mm. for his age doesn't make poor decisions often good decision maker can play in different positions technically very good mm. seems Not like flashy. he's got a good head on his shoulders I think he's a really good, good smile yeah, very he'd ask you questions if, if you were <laughs> yeah. asking him questions exactly <laughs> yes yes he was asking some questions that defence I tell you you're damn right Will. I thought overall Liverpool would have better side actually and they're unlucky yeah, yeah I think that's fair will Oxlade Chamberlain be on the plane although saying that I mean you know Fabianski is an Arsenal player and he did his part in keeping the, the goals out so you know 
that's an example of what Pete touched on earlier about him being really chuffed to, to, to win. Because <laughs> mm, he'll be leaving in the summer. So. It's a great example of yeah. bringing, a, bringing a player in. He's so hungry for, to, to play well that it means a lot to him. Sometimes it backfires when you play sort of fringe players. Mm. Sonogo did well as well. Oh, he was very good. Yeah, he he wrote a few emails about that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, do you, how, do you, how hard did you rate Sonogo? Well, that's the you know I've seen very little of yeah, him because sure. we all have. But he, I, I think he did very well. We such, a, to... such an Arsenal signing, isn't it? Yeah. Like under twenty, was he a player of the tournament? Under yeah, twenty from, World Cup, and the... he's French. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and he was injured when he signed yeah. from, o- from Oser. Just yeah, yeah. yeah. but lovely yeah. smile. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard to you know, hard to judge him on that, and unfair to judge him on that. But um, from what I saw of him, he works very hard. Um, it seems very. Arsenal quick minded Arsenal have got Everton in the next Morgan. round I mean that's a yeah, tricky that's a, tie but yeah, I mean but lucky we're at home at right? home and you look at the the fixtures I mean it's it's quite remarkable only Manchester City are the other Premier League side outside Ooh. that um, all Premier League tie it's good for the cup it is good for the cup but I mean Arsenal and, and Manchester City and even Everton as well I've got to be looking at it thinking Phew. There's a real yeah. chance. Yeah. Real I, chance. I, I agree, yeah. Surely even Wigan are thinking, could this happen again? <laughs> <laughs> Sheffield United, dare I say. Um, uh, oh, sort of Hull are still in it. It's a yeah, time of recording. So yeah, it was just, they play tonight. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, so there we are. Uh, uh, on the, uh, the the Wenger and Mourinho um, war of words, um, well, certainly there's a... Mourinho's trying to start a war, but Wenger's not really interested. Mm. He said he's embarrassed for Mourinho. There are treaties in place. Yeah, and I, I did like uh, Arsene Wenger when asked, have you got a final word on Jose Mourinho? He said, there is no final word, unfortunately. <laughs> so that was quite a nice answer. Yeah. So, so well done, that man. The media seem to care loads more about this than anyone else does. Yeah. Yeah. Like the media did a really good line this season of like weaving narratives and inventing them. And, and then getting people actually in football to try and sort of comment on them. Mm, the, right the, the, the classic example is the John Terry England thing. Like, basically, some, a while back, someone in the I forget who it was, someone in the quality newspaper wrote about how good form John Terry's in, right, which is perfectly reasonable. It escalated and escalated and escalated. It got to the point where everyone was talking about John Terry being called back up to the national team again, right? Mm. So Roy Hodgson, his first qu- question he had to answer in a press conference last week was, are you going to recall John Terry? Mm. And he was like, because as we've touched on already, Roy Hodgson's quite a polite man, so he yeah. didn't sort of take issue with it. He said, as far as I'm concerned, he's retired. And it's almost like, stop trying to make news where there isn't news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No mm. one else is, it's not, I mean, you don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure it's not come from anywhere else apart from some media conjecture. But also, if you were in a press conference with the England manager, often, you know, some people might only just get the chance to ask one question yeah. Yeah. what a waste yeah absolutely well it's not a waste it sounds bloody newspapers yeah, I, like absolutely. you know at the end of the day I, I, I do not um, uh, admire a journalist's job at the moment in, in football because they've got to ask the most inane crappy questions yeah. well yeah it might not be the journalist's the, fault themselves at the end of the day you know the, most of the stuff they, they, they write is click fodder you know the more salacious it's the, the more public's ridiculous fault. is that what you're saying well you know it is it's the internet's fault it's the public's fault it's the you know the constant churn of you know 24 hour news it's just it, it'll sort of settle down eventually but at the moment you know football journalism is in kind of a very weird weird place oh, the, 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 basically the, the, the platform has outstripped the supply mm. so mm. if you only got to watch Sky Sports News or even Sky News and BBC News for about half an hour, and it's just regurgitating re- re- the whole thing over yeah. and over again. Transfer deadline matches, day is the perfect yeah, example. Yeah, there's not enough news to fill it, mm. so they have to make these. I'm not suggesting. I think, they don't I think it. if they want, if their ideal situation would be, if instead of having all the matches on the rare occasion they are on Saturday afternoon at three o'clock, they could have a match starting at like I don't know nine o'clock in the morning, and just have it right throughout the day, constant football. So then they don't have to fill in the blanks. You know what I mean? It's mm. like. <laughs> It's curious. Sky Sports prefer not football to football. They prefer mm. the idea of football <laughs> yeah, and the, the idea around football to football. Like, it won't be long before they'll start cutting into football matches to, <laughs> to give you like transfer news. 
but it's, it's, it's like it's like that kind of. But it's that it's almost like at the point of like that kind of idea of kayfabe in, in wrestling, where what's real, what's not real, yeah. what's a real storyline, what's a manufactured yeah. storyline. But this isn't coming from uh, the equivalent of WWE or WWF, like the FA or you know the Premier League. This is a. These are the stories that are created by the newspapers, mm. effectively, just yeah. to sell more bloody But copy. we've got to be careful, though, because we do uh, talk about a lot of these stories ourselves. Yes, exactly. Nasri definitely had sex with Andy Carroll. Fucking, <laughs> 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 I believe, was the term they used themselves. Yeah. Let's get ready... Stop it. ...to ramble. <laughs> um, and indeed we shall. So, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, let's go quickly to the Premier League, where Fulham have replaced René Muhlenstein as head coach. I, I don't Is know that what's actually happened? Yeah, I, he's not... The, I say replaced because I'm not quite sure if he's been sacked or... No, he's, been, he's not been let go. He's still got a job there. But, but I think he's a different he, job. I don't think Good he wants meaning, it, isn't it? <laughs> They're basically trying to get out of um, paying money to him. Yeah. I think that's the way to go, I think. Um, yeah, and, and, and uh, Felix uh, Magatz has, has been um, put in there. I, th- is he the f- I think he's the first ever German to coach in the Premier League, head coach. I wouldn't like it's, to commit It seems strange. I, I did mm. hear that, so forgive me if that was wrong, but I couldn't think of another one. But anyway, he's, I'm delighted he's in the Premier League because he is that mad. Especially at Fulham. Mad as a nail. What yeah. the f- <laughs> they are, <they're, laughs> their training me. regime is about to change. <laughs> I'd, I'd agree with now, that. Now, Fulham I mean, have always been a quite a relaxed family club. Imagine yeah. how much, uh, how painful physically and mentally it is to go from Martin Yold <laughs> to Felix <laughs> That is the full gamut yeah. of, uh, from one to the other. He's brought his, Adel uh, Tarot was absolutely <laughs> laughing. Uh, he saw Berbatov, that coming, didn't he? Yeah. Berbatov just chucked another load of money on black at the roulette wheel on Monaco. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's my friends. Yeah. Who's he's, gone there? Oof. Yeah, I've dodged a, I've dodged a whole magazine of bullets there. He rigs up Steve Sidwell. Steve, it's Berber. Oh, he'll test you. <laughs> <laughs> Magat's uh, brought his fitness coach with him, uh, Werner Luthard, which is actually the name of his gun. You better bloody run. Jefferson Farfan once said, Peruvian uh, footballer Jefferson Farfan when mm. he was playing in Germany, and he left. I think it might have been Schalke. He left a, a Felix Magat regime and said he would <laughs> and rather it is a become a Peruvian miner <laughs> and work in the mines than play under Magat again. Yeah, wow. Because it would be it would be a more of a relaxed situation. There's talk of tears and all sorts whenever. You <laughs> Less well, chance of death. Well, he's, he's Less a, chance of being caught in a mine. Notoriously, <laughs> yeah. a tough. Yeah, dizzy. <laughs> when yeah, you're a miner, right. you only do eight hours a day. It's safe. It's safer working conditions. Yeah. But is, is are they going to get rid of Ray Wilkins? Well, yeah, that's there's, the worry. Ray Wilkins. I love that, and, that club needs Ray Wilkins more than ever. Well, Stab uh, them with darts. Oh, don't please don't. <laughs> what um uh, <laughs> what I loved about the, again the way that the newspapers reported it, it was Wilkins told to stay away from training. As if he's like some dodgy geezer yeah, trying like to get him. banned from the... <laughs> <laughs> what happens to Kerbishley as well? It's strange going no I think he'll stay, though, because he, he's only just come on board and he was brought on by... By the bosses, well, I think because because he's is quite good at kind of like he, he he collects together lots of information on you know the forthcoming uh, matches and mm, stuff. So he's mm. quite a he's quite an interested character and, and quite useful, I think, around the club. So I think he'll he'll retain his place. Yeah, Magat has got some pedigree. I mean, he won the European yeah. Cup as a player. Mm. He scored in the final. He's an absolute beauty. Eighty three against Juventus. Right. Ships went into top corner. Well, that, well he's he, uh, hang on a minute. I've not finished. No, neither's he. Dino Zoff's final game. Ooh, maybe. Mm. Yeah, against oh, Juventus. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, as a manager notoriously a tough um, disciplinarian. He's got his critics, as we've touched on. <laughs> Many of them former players. Yeah. Um, all muscles. of them former players. Well, <laughs> all of them muscles. <laughs> Bayern Munich president, Uli Hoeneß, is one of them. And I, I love this quote. It's, it's fairly long, but stay with me. He said, I knew Felix would pop up again somewhere as manager, but not in Germany. Here there is no future for him. And he went on to say that he's got... Um, 
he's got he goes well beyond the the limits of physical challenges with the players. I would never want to treat human beings like he does. I would never want to hurt a player as much as he does. He should ask himself why all the players at clubs where he worked throw a massive party when he is left. Even when he was successful, they still had a blast once he was out the door. I mean, that's, that is incredible. That is the president of um, of Bayern Munich. There was a story as well of Brazilian striker Grafite, who played under Magat at Wolfsburg, who um, during pre-season training in the Austrian Alps collapsed. Mm. Now, the, the team had done an extremely hard pre-season. Pre-season is tough anyway, but with Magat, my goodness. And he'd given the squad a free day, but changed his mind and told the players to do a four-hour-long walk um, to the top of a mountain. Mm. And this this lad... Um, Graffito yeah. played um, up front with Dzeko, did he not, for Wolves? He did, oh, is that yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He'd scored an incredible goal for them once, didn't he, where he took it around about nine players. Oh, yeah! Yeah, that, yeah was and, Magat, and Magat was manager when Wolfsburg won the league for the only time in the history. I believe so. I believe yeah. so. And uh, he's won the, the Bundesliga twice with Bayern, so he does have pedigree. Well, but... the reports I've heard, the, the sort of serious stuff about how, what he's like as a manager is he's very successful but short term, which is probably what Fulham need. <laughs> yeah, well, although, absolutely. but Munich seem to be turning it around a point away at Old Trafford. Unlucky not to to, to draw against Liverpool. I mean, I mean, can your fitness really get that much better in the you know in the, the three months? You know, how many months? Two months maybe left yeah, of the season? I think about Twelve games or something. Yeah. Like that. We'll no, see. It's going to be hard work for yeah. everyone. <laughs> My goodness, yes, some of them. <laughs> Brian Ruiz, Adel Turat, and Berbatov have, uh, uh, have the luck. They out. cannot <laughs> believe their luck. They cannot believe their luck. Scott um, Parker's absolutely gutted at his age. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon Scott Parker will be loving it. Yeah, I think, wow. I think mm. could do this. I think he'll do it. I think he'll be yeah. okay. another nice footballer. Um, yeah, true. Mm. Um, let's go to La Liga, um, La league where Barcelona um, looked absolutely magnificent against mm. Rayo Vallecano. Lionel Messi. Uh, we hadn't had a, a record broken by the little man for a while. Well, he's, he's done a few uh, in, in the same weekend. He's now the highest goal scorer in all competitions in, in Spanish history, scoring his 336th and 337th <laughs> goals in the match. Uh, he's still 20-odd goals off Telmo Zara's uh, record in La Liga of 251. We'll probably overtake that soon, yeah. He's the second highest foreign goal scorer in La Liga history, one above De Stefano, six behind Hugo Sanchez, so that record will fall soon. He's only six goals behind Paulinho um, Alcantara as Barcelona's Top scorer of all. Who's the unofficial top scorer of all time, isn't he, Alvitara? Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. Um, he also scored a goal, which a few people tweeted me about, thank you very much, um, saying that he should get the Dink Award. Now, I would like to say that was a chip. That was a chip, Mother. And there is a subtle difference between a yeah. chip and a Height, dink. Height, mainly. Yeah. 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 Height think, and scope. Yeah, if you, I think if you. If you Knock the ball over the keeper where the keeper is at, uh, at full height, mm. at full length. That is a chip, isn't it? Yes, a dink yeah. is when you, you one on one, and you just—it's just a little touch over yeah. Yeah. at the last moment. The, the timing is so so crucial to a dink. Yeah. So sorry to upset people, but that, you know, if you're going to win, the chip has to come from the ball beyond the ground. Otherwise, it's a lob. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's a, a, another another good point. But a, but a brilliant goal it was. Mm. Neymar's got a beauty in that oh, game as didn't well. Didn't he just? Didn't Barcelona he just... come into form. Is it time yeah. to play to play City in the Champions League? Yeah, yeah. they've got that thing where. It, all of their goals, it's almost like the Mighty Ducks. You know, they're, just, they're all just <laughs> bearing down on the goal, just loads of them threading it t- together. And it's, they all come from the same area, but just no one knows how to stop there it. There some yeah. great individual efforts. Adriano's goal was a yeah. lovely curler. And then uh, Pedro's goal, that flick from Iniesta. Yeah. But that, no right to do it. Lovely stuff. Oh, oh he's got every right. <laughs> <laughs> marvellous. Bloody marvellous. Um, so they're, they're top of the league. Uh, Madrid stay second. They beat Getafe. And Atletico Madrid back to winning ways. Mm. So they're still there. Mm. So um, all to play for in the Liga. Uh, in Serie A, one of the goals of the weekend, Mario Balotelli. Yeah. What a... I mean, we're talking about like, like, you know classifying goals. I'd go for that was a driven chip. I'd say that was a thump. 
It was a mm. funny one though because it was top corner from miles out, but it wasn't hammered hard. No, yeah. it was, it was, like it was, it was driven. He knew exactly where to put it. He drove it. It wasn't smashed. It wasn't. You know, it couldn't have gone anywhere. He knew exactly where to put it, but he still kind of floated it outside at some the speed though. Yeah, I know what you mean, but I'd still. I think of that goal and the word thump comes in. Yeah, I mean he, he his body language suggested that he was bored of not scoring an amazing goal. Yeah. yeah, because I think I think although the results have been okay for since Sudov took over, I think they've struggled a little bit. I think they got out of jail last week from sort of defensive error, and then Balotelli's bailed them out here because that was mm. late on in the game. Eighty seventh minute. I mean, yeah. imagine having that in your tank. Going, oh, I'll have a go. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, good one for them. Uh, Lazio lost three one, but that's not why we're talking about Lazio. <laughs> they <laughs> um, they promoted to their first team Cameroonian teenager uh, Joseph uh, Minala. Now the club had to release his official documents to the press to prove that the 17-year-old, who looks a, looks a little older than a teenager, wasn't did 17. Now, when, when people ask you, oh, how old are you, and, or, or you ask people, people often go a couple of years younger, and if someone looks a bit older, you know, you, if you get someone five years older than what they are, it's a little mm. bit embarrassing. A, a 17-year-old, I mean, even someone like, you know, Scottish comedian Kevin Bridges, people used to think he was a lot older than what he was, like right. 35, 36, when he was about 23, 24. Nobody gets a 17-year-old mixed up with a 41-year-old, do they? <laughs> I think Because that's that's what's happened here. That what? is what's... If you haven't seen the story, that's what's happened. What he's done here is he's gone too far. <laughs> he should have just said... He, what he should have said was... I'm 28. I, yeah, I, I had a couple of injuries. I've not played for a while. That's why yeah. you haven't heard of yeah. me. But I'm 28. It could, you know, you'd command a bit more salary, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, but, just, I mean, uh, you say he's gone too far, but Lazio appear to be supporting him in his... Claims. I mean, he does, as the old expression says, looks as though he's had a tough paper round. But Could I venture that he probably doesn't sleep well? <laughs> kids in my, kids in, a kid he in my school looks like that would be called a manhead. You've got a proper yeah. manhead. Manhead. Yeah. Yeah. manhead. I mean, I, manhead. according to reports, it said all the player will turn 42 in August. God. I mean, yeah, I, I think there's a certain level of you know racism when it comes to you know, African yeah. players yeah. Who, who... Clearly he's not that old. I, well, I don't, I don't, it doesn't really matter, really. I, th- I think there is a, no, it a does certain, matter. certain sliver of risk when it comes to you know uh, African players, but this seems like a very extreme case and a very kind of like mm. you, you just take one look at that footballer and go. Oh. Well, you never know. He could have. He could have some sort of also. Sli- slightly genetic problem yeah. where he looks older yeah. than he is. Yeah. 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 If, if, if he, are all beauty queens like us, like yeah. Benjamin Button or something. Is that what that, you're saying? Well, they, 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 they can do tests to see how old he it is. It's, not, yeah. it's pretty straightforward. I mean, uh, you know, if, if they said oh, we did a blood test, I think that you know we put to bed. But Lazio sort of missed the point a little bit because the whole point about the official documents is, I mean, do- documents are regularly falsified yeah. in yeah. those certain parts of the world, and that, and that mm. doesn't necessarily prove anything. So it needs yeah. to be. Well, they're just claiming that it's good enough for them. I do think there's a sort of kernel of truth from what Pete's saying because. Because if you're going to judge someone in that way just on what they look like, and that's discriminatory, and it shouldn't mm-hmm. happen. But there needs to be some, there's obviously more to this. There needs to be a test. There you go, like you know, just follow him around, see what he said. Like, like so, what? if if he's humming Hall and Oates all the time, yeah, what was number one in 1974? <laughs> he knows it. Or if he's gone, like you know, if he's gone, oh, oh lads, do you fancy coming around my house for a bit of Frogger? I mean, FIFA. <laughs> Yeah. Um, do you um, do you need a piss when you wake up? Of course I do. I've done for about fifteen years. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> Got to get, pick the kids up from school. I mean, uh, what? No, What's your favourite drink? Taboo. Oh, get out. <laughs> get out, naughty boy. Damn right. Well, we shall see what happens there. But uh, yeah, I'd love it if he was forty-one. Mm. Still, you know, playing Serie A forty-one. Yeah. What? <laughs> just just, just sing the theme tune from from Friends and see if he does the. 
bit. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Giveaway. Dead giveaway. Now, last little story before we go to the game of Pete. Uh, in Brazil, the emperor has returned. Yes. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, Adriano took to the football field for the first time in nearly two years with a late substitute appearance um, for Atletico Paranaense in their 1 0 uh, Copa Libertadores win against the strongest. Mm. Proven wrong again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it's just as well they're not an English team. The press every weekend would have a field day with yeah. that, wouldn't they? Um, there was an almighty roar when Adriano came on, and it was great to see mm. him. Really was great to see him uh, back, and, and hopefully he can sustain some kind of... Uh, he's, co- he's coaching now as well, I think. Oh, is that right? I think, yeah. He yeah. looks good. Yeah, he does look good. I mean, even, even with the requisite fat guy, used to be fat guy, now thin guy, kind of inhalation. But, oh, so I'm thin, I'm thin. Yeah. Yeah. He still looks really good. Absolutely. We well, had that really bad Achilles uh, injury, and he's, he's struggling. And he's, a yeah, bit. a lot of lot of uh, a lot of problems off the field and whatnot. Indeed, well yeah. Did you see the? Um, wish him well. Speaking of South America, did you see the Central versus uh, River match? The biggest dog you've ever seen on a football pitch. Oh, I heard about that. The yeah. biggest dump in the, in the, in the six yard box. Lovely, and then he, and then he ran around for about five minutes, and the stewards an, couldn't grab him. How annoying was it when you used to play? Because he was an actor, because he didn't matter. Because <laughs> he got a shitty bum. I didn't <laughs> how annoying was it when you used to play down the park? And it was one of those parts where people would walk their dogs, and you'd be like, "Ah, oh, there's a bit over there." But yeah. when you're a professional footballer, you yeah. shouldn't be having to put up with that. It's not it's on your radar, is it? <laughs> It's in a stadium. <laughs> um, before we go to Pete's game, can oh, I yeah. please just make a special mention? I feel like it would be remiss if we didn't mention that Sir Tom Finney died. Of course. Yeah, yes. legend, legendary player. We profiled him on the show a Wonderful couple of years man. ago. Um, so check it out on the website, thefootballgrammer.com. And a very polite... Uh, a gentleman. Yeah, a gentleman of the game. And, mm. you know, one, of, one of England's greatest ever players. A and quintessential. Those, those who aren't aware of him or, or maybe didn't obviously get a chance to see him because he played a long time ago, check out the profile or, or give him a little little look on YouTube or whatever. But yeah, um, sad day yeah. um, because yeah. he was universally loved uh, from all English football fans. So yeah. And a good, nice tribute from um, Preston where they all had um, Finney on the back. Yeah, yeah, that was good. The Preston Plumber. Mm. Marvellous stuff. Indeed. Uh, to Pete's game. Right, it's time for my game, you morphos. Uh, thank you very much to the fabulous Ed Stern, who's a lovely chap. Um, Stop. He's come up with Ed Stern. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of Fristostoskov. <laughs> it's the name of the game, it's fine. It's all right, we've got one this week, it's fine. You've lowered the bar to such a mm. level. That I don't, I'm just not having one that. counts. Yeah. That's uh, good. I was born in Gouda on uh, the 20th of where? December. Where? Is it Gouda or Gouda? The Gouda? Gouda? I presume it's where the cheese comes from. Right, OK. Gouda. Uh, Chowder. I said Gouda first. Um, on to the 20th of December, 1966. 19, what, 66? Yes. OK. Summer of football. Uh, my middle name is Franciscus. Franciscus. That's a good middle name, though. Mm, it's good, strong, isn't it? I played in every game of a World Cup for my country, losing in the quarterfinals to Brazil. Oh. That would have been, I reckon that's World Cup 90 if he's born in 66. Where was the place? Gowder. Gowder. Where's that? Well, I think that's the name of the game. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I know, but I'm just seeing yeah, if I can no. get it. I reckon, who did Brazil knock out in the quarterfinals of the, of the, World, of the World Cup in 1990? They didn't get there. They got in the second round. They got knocked out themselves. So it can't be 90. They got knocked out of Argentina in round two. Yeah. Okay. Who uh, could be 94 then? Who they beat in 94? Was Gowder in, in the Netherlands? Oh, this guy might not have been there. Ooh, go on, Pete. I won four KNVB Cups. Yep, Dutch. I was awarded the Golden Shoe in 1994. Stop. Pierre van Vossen. No. Oh, I thought I had that. <laughs> <laughs> I joined Chelsea from Feyenoord for two and a quarter million pounds in 1997. Hmm. Oh, I should... Stop. Jimmy Floyd has a No. Stop. Is it Winston Bohada? No. Ah, it's Golden We've Shoe. Had it before, Golden Shoe. Oh, yeah. I won the, sorry, I won the, sorry. So what did he win the Golden Shoe for? 
1994. For what? Did, yeah, but what? what well, for scoring goals, obviously. Stop. No, but in which competition? Okay. Is it Richard Vitschke? Didn't he play for them very briefly? No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, carry on. I set two club records which have since been suspended. <laughs> since. <laughs> I've set two club records. I've set clu- uh, two club records which have uh, since been surpassed, one by Frank Lampard, the other by Petr Cech. God, this is difficult. There's a lot of people banging their heads off yeah. desks and... Uh, Screaming. Stop. Other things around. Chris Sutton. No. <laughs> Goodness me. Carry on. I'm six foot six inches tall. Stop, Tarander Foe. No. How is he Dutch? No, but he just might have been born... <laughs> is that yeah. how low the bar has dropped? I just... Tall Chelsea striker. <laughs> this is piss poor. This is, this is one of those ones. We're all going to... Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. We've done. I'm, go enjoy, I'm enjoying this because I know exactly where you've gone wrong. Uh, oh, st- go on. What? No, I've, no, you can't. You've already you've, had you've had to stop. Yeah, you can't. Okay. One. Yeah, I've already had a stop. I kind of want you. I kind of want you to say. Come on, Pete. Carry okay, on. okay, okay, okay. It's uh, a ridiculous thing, stop. but I'm just led to it. After playing for Stoke, I was a goalkeeping coach. At stop, Ed Dehoy. Ah. Ah. <laughs> as soon as I thought the guy's name's Ed, it's got me there. Yeah. The golden shoe. That's why I was trying to hone in on. the I golden thought shoe. it was for goals. I thought it was for goals. It was the Dutch golden shoe. Well done, Pete. Yeah. Well done. Who was it? I've Ed said Stone? Ed Dehoy so many Stone. times. In not this week, mate. And that's when it counted. Indeed. Yeah. So sod off. You're a bit. You're not a big Ed Dehoy player, mate. It's me. It's me, Marcus, it's me, mate, what are you doing? It's, it's me I'm criticising here. Bro, bro, it's me. Jesus You Christ. believe in me, don't you? Yeah. Oh, shame about the blaspheme. Luke, correspondence. Yes. Um, <laughs> question of the week this week. Oliver Giroud has apologised for taking a girl back to the Arsenal team hotel. If you were in the Arsenal hotel for a night, what would you do? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so think of your own answers, chaps, in, in due course. It would involve the minibar. First one, straight in from David Hogg. By the Twitter, I'd listen to the ramble. Ha- ah, hashtag loyal. Yeah, is that right? <laughs> Good boy. Uh, what have we got here? Second fantasy will get you everywhere. You win the it's, football it's, ramble it's, golden shoe for this week. It's a fantasy game. He can do anything he, he wants. wants. <laughs> Nar um, McVeigh, who used to write for the Ramble website, actually. Good to hear from you, Nar. Says, um, I would disguise myself as the ghost of Emmanuel Frimpong by putting a sheet over my head and ambling down <laughs> corridors shouting, Dench. Dench. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Matt Ferenczyk on Twitter says, I'd fire water balloons at people out of a t-shirt cannon with Gunnosaurus. Nice. Fair <laughs> enough. Because he'll be there. You, Jimmy, you ready for a dig? Yeah. A bit of an Arsenal dig? Mm-hmm. Um, Jamie Evans on the Facebook. Try and find out where Meza Ozil's been hiding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dig. Do you want to say something back to that? <laughs> no, no. Not bothered. Not bothered. Uh, here we go. Neil Davis on the Twitter. I would sit in the bar, not ordering a drink until closing time, and then spend the rest of the night really fancying a drink. <laughs> 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 Out of date. Yeah. That's, that's a good answer. Yeah. Good uh, answer. What else have we got here? Uh, Faz- Faisal bin Jamil on Facebook says, I would shake the Arby's hand really, really hard. Reckon I can get him out for four to six months. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll finish off with David Elstins, who said, I like this one. No, no other reason than that, really. Um, I'd carefully construct a shining remote with Wenger, Chesney, and Fabianski as the twins, uh, Ertzel was the wife, and Wilshire as the kid. Hashtag red rum. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's fair enough. That's horrifying. What do you yeah. boys do? Pete, you must have an idea what you'd do. I'd uh, I'd challenge Fabianski to a knee slide down the hotel uh, carpet. Oh, Bernie, though, a bit Bernie. Uh, if you've got decent trousers, get some knee pads on. Get some knee yeah. pads on. Yeah. I think I would um, I'd have a staring contest with Oxley Chamberlain, but not the blinking ones. You know, so first one to laugh. Okay, just so I could see that smile up close. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have uh, I'd race everyone with our kettles. I'd get everyone's kettle in one room and just make an impromptu kind of um, steam room. 
<laughs> They've probably got a steamer in the hotel. Yeah. No, that's much better. You might have to pay extra though, so it's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I think what I'd do is I'd hang out with Mesut Ozil and look through his stats for the season and prove that he's been hiding in plain sight, actually. Ah. Knew it would be the resistance. <laughs> yeah. no, I think what I would do is just leave them alone. You know, they're, they're trying to get a night's sleep. Yeah, Apart true. from Olivier Giroud. Yeah. Trying to get Maybe he'd go into Giroud and go, Oi, you've got a wife as well. Come on. You should yeah. be doing this. Yeah. Come on. So, naughty. But in, in quotes, nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just hanging out with a girl in a hotel room. Yeah. They were fucking like Nazri and Carol. Oh. <laughs> oh dear, that is the end of the show. In a way, it's a, it's a miracle the show's lasts as long as it has. Yeah. So I'm not, I've got no regrets. Yeah. It's a testament to how little else we've got going on in our lives. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear, well that is the end of the Football Ramble, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for making it thus far. If you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble and the website is thefootballramble.com. Don't forget betfair.com forward slash footballramble. Free match bet up to £50. For all your betting needs. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, baby. You have indeed got any betting needs, but you may not have any. Oh, you have. yeah. Use that. Pete. Uh, I'll level with you. I haven't had the prep sent through, but there will be a Barclays Premier League commentary match from 3 o'clock on 12.15am uh, and online at absoluteradio.co.uk. Jim Praff in the commentary box with some leading light. Maybe Tony Rigo, maybe it'll be, it'll be Clark Carlisle. We don't know. We don't know it'll lots of a, things. It'll be a leading light, though. It'll yeah. be a leading let's, football light. Let's hope it's the Rigo. Uh, <laughs> T-Dog. Uh, say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, yourselves. And say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And goodbye from me. Fucking... <laughs> Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.